Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. On your home for the best Ravens coverage. It's time for News from the Nest with Vinny and Haney. Sponsored by Hillside Lawn Service, the experienced lawn care specialists. 105.7 The Fan. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan, total request Thursday. Here on this lovely Charm City afternoon, we got football coming your way tonight on the fan playoff ramifications, perhaps, for the Saints and the Rams. We'll get into that next hour when we do our picks. But the big game of the weekend, I don't, and there's a lot of killer matchups this week, but the biggest game of the weekend is Baltimore at San Francisco. Lamar Jackson met with the media yesterday, Ravens quarterback, and a disadvantage Baltimore could be speed out of the backfield especially since Keaton Mitchell's out for the year and here's Lamar trying to uh, talk about the loss of his teammate what it means for that offense just we, we're gonna miss having that guy that can take the ball from the minus 10 all the way to the house you know um at any given play you know any little small window um but I believe our guys just gonna step up you know all across the board you know our brother went down uh things like that happened in the NFL but we still got a level head, level heart. We still got a long season left to play. Bob, I mean, we keep talking about it. I think it's a huge, huge loss for the Ravens. Just because, like Lamar said, he can take it to this. He's a home run hitter. The other guys are singles and doubles hitters. That's the difference. Instead of getting, you know, a 60-yard run, they're going to get 10. Guy was averaging eight and a half yards to carry. And as Lamar just said, it could, he can take it from any place on the field yeah. to the end zone. And as we talked about yesterday with Brian Wacker from the Baltimore Sun, the play he got hurt on, it looked like he was, was gonna go. inches away from going in. So devastating injury for him. I mean, we again, we know the bad. When people get hurt in any walk of life, it's bad. But in football, it's expected. Every team deals with injuries. But there are certain ones that just kind of resonate. That one sucked, man. I Like, when J.K. Dobbins went down in week one, I was like, damn, man, really? After everything he's gone through, and now for Keith Mitchell, too, it's just, <coughs> it was a deflating injury. And for fans, I mean, imagine what it felt like in that locker room after oh, the game. Well, how about, how about the coaches? How about yeah, Todd Munkin? Sure. Because, Bob, I mean, started to see a lot more of Keaton Mitchell in that game. Two backs in the backfield, him lined up wide, starting to do more things with him and add to the repertoire and add to the offense. 
And then all of a sudden now, because they don't have a guy that can replace him, period. And that's why we keep talking about That's why it kind of tears your gut. I mean, because you see some things against teams that, damn, if we had Keaton Mitchell. Right. You know. Justice Hill, now uh, front and center, we think, getting most of the carries. Melvin Gordon the third was assigned to the active roster from the practice squad. But if you remember everyone, and I'm sure you do, that early in the season, Justice Hill and Lamar Jackson had mesh point mm-hmm. problems. And here's Lamar talking about that. I believe this is a thing in the past. You know, um, Justice's been playing his, his butt off. You know, he's been making things happen. You know, whenever whenever he's in, he's making again, five, six yards of carry. So I believe that's going to be good for us. Yeah. And Lamar's uh, the one that got nailed with the fumbles, by the way. Yeah. Not Hill. Well, Lamar would – it would be like um, – you take it. No, no, no. I want it back. I'm seeing something else. So I think we're going to – Bob, hate to say it, but we're going to see a lot of those plays on Monday night because they're going to have to. They're going to be reading Bosa and uh, see what they do. And Randy Gregory, is he, remember Randy Gregory from Dallas? Oh, sure. He's number five. He's He plays a lot more than Chase Young plays. Yeah, former commander down there in uh, <coughs> San Francisco. It's video at Haiti, 1057 The Pen. It is news from the NAS San Francisco's defense. Highly regarded, as a matter of fact, and we'll get into their stats coming up later in the program next hour, as a matter of fact. The ranked number nine in total defense, number three against the run. And Lamar is certainly aware of the challenges they present. On the defensive line, pushing the pocket, linebackers. Flying all across the field, making making tackles. Mm-hmm. DBs playing fundamental sound football. Yeah, they're they're an aggressive. Like Matt Barrow said, Bob, they're an up the field attacking defense. And like he said, it'll be interesting to see what they do against Lamar. But Bob, if you're if you've been working training camp, mini camp, everything. You know, on get off, get off, get off, get up the field, get up the field. And then, all right, for this game. Now, remember, guys, you can't get up the field. It's got to be kind of trained in that, oh, no, you know. So, Lamar's going to have some opportunities, I think, to to be able to run it. Now, Lamar, when you watch this 49ers defense on tape, what does the tape say to you? Guys are flying around, um, making, making splash plays, making things happen on defense. Making scoring touchdowns on defense. I'm saying a lot. They 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 do, Bob. I mean, the linebackers are fast. Warner's fast. Green uh, Greenlaw, he's fast too, but not as fast as Warner. Warner's all over the place. He'll overrun some things at times, but I think uh, the secondary they they can all run. And Ward is kind of the gambling guy. He's kind of the guy that. Uh, wants picks and stuff, but he plays the ball extremely well in the air. Now with Warner and Roquan Smith, who we'll hear from in the 1 o'clock hour NFL lunch style, arguably the two best at their position right now? No, Bob, when you watch film, no doubt. No doubt. They're all over the field. And you'll you'll see 54 um, running all over. And I think that's kind of what they'll do to try to handle Lamar. In passing, you know, are they going to spy him? So if you spy him, then does that hurt his coverage? Because they've struggled the last two games against tight ends. Now, Lamar Jackson for his career, everybody. He's 19-1 against the NFC. The one loss was to the Giants last year. So, Lamar, how do you explain that level of dominance? 
I don't know. I can't tell you how they feel about, you know, playing against us. You know, I'm not in their locker room. Uh, we just, Hopefully our style just keep working for us, if anything. And it's crazy because that Giants game was a game the Ravens <laughs> were expected to win and win easily and wound up letting it get away from them in the yeah. fourth quarter. Yeah, and, and, and Bob, I mean, if, if the Ravens can play their style, and to me, the Ravens' style, Bob, is you come out early and you throw the ball, score early, and then in the second half you pound. You eat clock. And we'll see because both teams want to do that. Both these, both these teams – don't throw the ball as much, and they want to run the football. They're the less, 31 and 32 in pass attempts in the league. So that's last and second to last. And then finally, Lamar Jackson. We've been talking about it all week. National media has been bringing it up. That's what we do. We run our yappers because we want to get hot takes and hot take responses. But Super Bowl preview coming up Monday night, Lamar Jackson. Psst. Super Bowl is in February, we're in December right now. We got to focus on Monday night. I'm not worried about what people say. And that's, I mean, that's got to be your thought process is, you know, this is one game. And then, I mean, then we we got Miami, we got Pittsburgh. We got, sure. there's a long, and a, two other playoff games. There's a long way to the Super Bowl. Now the Ravens could clinch the division with a win and a Cleveland loss. So they, there's another benchmark they could hit this weekend. But first things first, handling your business on national TV. If you want to get in, you can at 410-583-1057. It's Vinny and Haney, Bob Haney, Vinny Serrato. When we come back, let's count that Thursday money. Christmas is what? Four days from now, you got to buy some presents. Hopefully, we have some cash for you and for ourselves. And Melissa Kim will break down this big matchup with her coming up around 1230. And then Vinny's stat breakdown of that 49er team. They're really good in a lot of areas. And Vinny's going to tell you where coming up later in the Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Are you buying? Great cash, homie. Or are you selling? I'm not going to buy into that crap. Sponsored by Window Nation. There's so much to love about the fall, especially the return of Window Nation's best offer of the year. Get two windows free for every two you buy. Plus, pay nothing for two years. Call 866-90NATION or online at windownation.com. 
Good evening, Haiti, 1057, the fan here on this total request. Thursday, pick a song, we'll play it. Get your votes in for featured artist Friday. You know the number by now, hopefully. But let's count that cash. I know there's a ton to get to sports wise, and we will. But where's our, uh, hopefully, some extra, where's our stocking stuffer money? Yeah, I think, Bob, yesterday, later in the day, the market dropped a ton, you know, because <clears throat> it said that it was, uh, the worst recovering from worst drop since October. So the Dow is up 95 right now. The S&P is up 17. <clears throat> NASDAQ is up 79. And uh, DraftKings up 49 cents, 34.78. Under Armour's up 11 cents, 8.78. Let's start here in the NFL. Go back to last Saturday. Uh, Colts and Steelers going head to head. Demonte Casey. Had a hit on Michael Pittman Jr., a vicious hit if you saw it, uh, resulted in a suspension for the rest of the season for Casey. And while many will point to plays like these being a blemish on the league's pursuit of player safety, Tom Brady recently chimed in. He disagreed, uh, said, quote, to put the blame on the defensive player all the time is just flat out wrong. Pretty interesting to hear a quarterback say that. Then goes on to call out Gardner Minshew for delivering a pass that put Pittman in harm's way. Vinny, are you buying or selling Brady's take? I'll buy it because a lot of times the quarterback, you know, he's throwing him right in into trouble. So he held, he he laid him out to dry, and the receivers got enough guts to go get it. Now the thing with KZ, why he got suspended? Repeat offender, many time repeat offender. How about in baseball here? We know the Orioles still looking for an addition to their rotation this offseason. One recent report has them linked to a pretty interesting name. MLB insider Mike Rodriguez tweeted out yesterday that the Orioles, Red Sox, and the Padres have all met with free agent pitcher Domingo Herman. If you remember the former Yankee, seen his fair share of controversy over the past few years, uh, served a lengthy suspension, was also dismissed from New York last year when he checked into uh, treatment for alcohol abuse. Uh, On the diamond, though, seen him start plenty of games for the Yankees through that perfect game last year. Buy or sell, Bob, as needy as the Orioles are for pitching, Herman doesn't quite make sense. Uh, I'm going to buy that. I mean, there's been an upside with this guy for a while, but, you know, rarely in recent vintage has he met it. I'd pass, personally. But then again... And Vinny, we talk about it with every sport. Oh, I can fix this guy. Right. Oh, bring him over here. Come on, we get him on the cheap, and I'll turn him into Jim Palmer, this, that, and the other. So if they're interested, there's obviously interest. But are you better off with your in-house candidates now and still maybe looking to pursue a Dylan Cease trade? And Rockabaca wrote about it on MassInSports.com. I mean, Orioles are still... They're having conversations, but the White Sox just aren't giving them away for cheap. You know what I mean? So, Herman, for now, pass. How about the Ravens here? They're in prime position to capture the top seed in the AFC, maybe go on a deep playoff run as well. But if they're going to do that, need some key players to step up their game down the stretch. Uh, A recent piece written by Josh Edwards for CBSSports.com. He picked one player for every playoff contender that needs to do just that. They need to step it up. The Ravens pick, Adafi Owe. Quote here from Edwards said, Baltimore has a good collective pass rush, but Owe has the juice that others cannot squeeze. Are you buying or selling, Vinny, that Owe can be an X factor for Baltimore down the stretch? I'll buy it. I'll buy it. But, you know, 
history says that he's not going to be that natural sack guy. Let's hope he is because if Clowney and Van Noy, you know, are getting tired as the season wears on, somebody's got to step up and he's got the speed and athleticism. In the NBA here, it seems the Lakers are suffering a bit of a championship hangover after their in-season tournament victory. They've gone 1-3 since playing that extra game, including an embarrassing loss to the Spurs. When asked about what's led to this poor stretch, LeBron James seemed to blame the in-season tournament. Oh, Uh, my God. He said, quote, (laughs) Have you seen Indiana's record since Vegas, implying that the team they face there in the championship game, the Pacers, are also struggling that's true. Indiana one and four since losing to uh, L.A. in the in-season tournament. Uh, are you buying or selling this, Bob? Uh, James reasoning for their slump. I'm selling it. If it was such a big deal or such a detrimental thing to them, they played it like it was Game Seven of the Finals. If yes, you watched it against Indiana, I mean, Anthony Davis probably had the greatest game of his career. They just hung the banner. A couple of nights ago. By the way, the Pacers won handily last night, as we talked about during the whip. I'm selling that a thousand times over. Selling you. We'll close with this in the These other games, Norm, they're not getting 500,000 for them either. That was always an excuse. (laughs) Uh, We'll close with this here. It's been almost a month since Zach Ertz was waived by the Cardinals, uh, given the chance to join a contender for a Super Bowl run. At the time, the Ravens were connected because of the Mark Andrews injury. The Eagles also connected. People weren't sure what Dallas Goddard's health situation was. Nothing ever came of it. Still a free agent, still searching. Uh, But buy or sell, Vinny, time has passed. Ertz won't land a new team ahead of the playoffs. I don't know if he's healthy, Norm. That's my whole thing. You know, if he's not healthy, why bring him on? Because he was on IR with Arizona. So... Mm -hmm. Am I buying or selling them? That would be a buy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Hey, real quick, Barry Jackson from the Miami Herald. And I got this through uh, Jerry Coleman, too. Sports with Coleman, our buddy Jerry. Uh, No no flexage for the Ravens. No? One o'clock. Sticking where they are. One o'clock window remains the same. Okay. Not going to flip. So, uh, New Year's Eve, Baltimore, Miami, one o'clock down at M&T Bank Stadium. Well, that's cool. I, hey, Bob, I got no problem with that. I got zero problem with From a personal level, I would have had a major problem with them flipping the game to uh, 8 o'clock or 8.20. But this, get downtown at 9 o'clock, Horseshoe Casino, throw 60 bucks to the state, throwing it away, flushing it down the old uh, slot machine toilet, then do the Baltimore game day uncensored pregame show and be on my couch ready to rock and roll by 11.30 New Year's Eve. A lot safer in that lot at 9 a.m. than it is at... Uh... Well, well, who's got two thumbs and is extremely cool with this decision? This guy right here. We'll come back. Melissa Kim's going to be joining us. We'll talk about the Ravens at 49ers with her. We'll break down San Francisco from a statistical perspective. And at Ball Lunch, got more Ravens sound coming your way. And we'll start our picks for Week 16. Thursday night football, New Orleans taking on the Rams. Playoff implications are there. L.A. right now would be in if the playoffs started. Hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't even visit other leading job sites 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Today. Taking sports to a whole new level. 105.7 The Fan. Vinny and Haiti, 105.7 The Fan. Total request Thursday. Pick a song, we'll play it. Send your request, plus for text line at 410-583-1057. Get your votes in for Featured Artist Friday. That reveal coming up in a little more than an hour. Bob Haney, Vinny Serrato. Ravens, 49ers. Well, we've been building it up. I feel like Don King pimping this thing so much. It's the greatest sporting spectacle in the history of all sports. Nothing that has ever happened in the history of sports will come to the level of excitement and anticipation to what's happening Monday night in Santa Clara <coughs> as the two number one seeds in each conference get it on Christmas Bob, night. I'll Monday say, night football. I'll say this. It, this was the first time... This year, on a Monday, after a Ravens game on Sunday, that the fans, after about an hour or two hours, boom, they, by Jacksonville, on to San Fran. I mean, that's the first time that that – normally it's usually like Tuesday, but yeah. this this is like Monday? Hey, San Fran, man. Forget about the thrill in Manila. Forget about Foreman and Ali, the rumble in the jungle. Forget about undefeated teams playing in college football championship games. This is the greatest sporting event of all time. Is that Don King enough for you here to talk about it? Get her thoughts on this big game. Ravens five and a half point underdogs, by the way. Our colleague here on 105.7 The Fan joining us on the WGK Law guest hotline joins us every Thursday. It's Melissa Kim. Melissa, you think that was built up enough or what? No, I like it. I feel like you have like another second career situation coming, Bob. I like that. That was really, really good. Yeah. <laughs> no, but the hype is real. The hype is absolutely real right now. I was actually on the 49ers team podcast yesterday um, with a couple of the folks that cover the team over there. And it was so interesting to hear the reporters there describe that team and their culture and the team chemistry because it is literally – almost word for word, everything that we've been saying about the Ravens so far this season. So that's how closely matched they are, that they're even talking about Niners culture in San Francisco. They're talking about, you know, how the guys are so close, like, you know, off the field and on the field. They've really worked hard in the offseason to build team chemistry. They brought in Chase Young. All the same little nuggets, the little intangible things that we talk about here that I've been talking about for the last couple of months. They've, they're saying the exact same thing. So it was interesting to hear their take on how that team is doing out there. Now, now the Ravens, I mean, given the status they've achieved here, number one seed in the AFC, they won four in a row, eight of nine. They go in as five-and-a-half-point underdogs. And you know, I guess inside that Ravens locker room, that has rubbed some of the players the wrong way. So how disrespected do they feel about the odds makers giving San Francisco the advantage, at least with the point spread? Oh, I think they definitely do. And that kind of thing, though, it's, it's you know, that kind of stuff fuels a lot of teams, but especially this one. I think that this team really thrives on being the underdog and having people – 
be haters, so to speak, you know. And Kyle Hamilton said yesterday that he thinks doesn't think that, you know, all 11 and three teams are created equal and that obviously he thinks that they're the best team in the league right now. We also talked to Justin Matabike in the locker room. He said the same thing. He's like, we're the best team right now. He's like, we have an MVP, like MVP guy too because Brock Purdy obviously has been getting a lot of MVP hype and in the conversation. And he's like, we got one here too, obviously Lamar Jackson. So, uh, you know, but they're, they're being respectful though. You know what I mean? They're saying the Niners are a really good team. They've been beaten a lot of teams pretty bad. So, I mean, Marlon Humphrey even said yesterday in the locker room that it'll probably be the game of the year and they're just excited to be a part of it, but they know that it's going to be a really good team that they're facing in a really good matchup. Melissa, is anybody saying anything about the, the last two games? They've only had three sacks, but Van Oy and Clowney have kind of uh, shown I, I they don't look as explosive. I'll say that. Well, that's interesting that you say that because um, I talked with Odafe Owe one on one yesterday in the locker room, and we talked a little bit about himself and Jadavian Clowney and Kyle Van Noy, and he said that you know they they're doing things that not necessarily show up in the stat sheet every day between the three of them, right? But he said that you know Clowney's still getting after the quarterback. They're doing a lot of the little things that you don't necessarily see come up on the stat sheet, but he's like, but he's like, we're, we don't really care about stats. We don't really care about stuff like that. As long as we're getting the win and we're, you know, making plays, he's like, that's the most important part here. And that kind of mindset I thought is so important, especially when you're going to an, into a game of this caliber against the Niners, because collectively together, they're, they're, you know, they're one unit, they're playing together. They are all on the same page and they're communicating. And that obviously Marlon Humphrey actually mentioned that too, is that communication is going to be so important come Sunday. But um, yeah, he said at the end of the day, their goal is to win the game. As long as that happens, nothing else really matters. Melissa, when the games that you've watched the last couple weeks, I mean, because Clowney, prior to this, he's been the most consistent. He and Roquan, I've said it many times, Mm -hmm. prior to the the bye, that Roquan and Clowney are consistent. Because what a Clowney, you're going to find him in the backfield all day. He's going to be chasing court. I haven't Mm -hmm. seen that. That's the problem. You know, I mean, Owe can say all he wants that they're doing other things. But when they did other things before, they were hitting the quarterback. Yeah, no, for sure. And the thing about the statue and like seeing those intentions making plays that you're seeing too, is that you know if a guy like that, if Clowney isn't doing it, somebody else is doing it. You know what I mean? Like I'm like looking at some of the stats from the last couple of weeks as well, and you know consistently through the first I would say like nine, ten weeks of the season, it was always going to be. Uh, Roquan Smith or Patrick Queen at the top of that stat sheet with tackles. You know, we've seen Roquan still up there a little bit, but we've seen other guys get up there too. Kyle Hamilton, Justin Matabike, um, Brandon Stevens, you know, Stone even. So, you know, I think the beauty of and benefit, I think, of this particular defense, obviously, is the fact that they do have other guys that can make plays. They don't have to necessarily rely on, you know, the same guys every week. Um, but, yeah, in terms of consistency, I think that that is something that is absolutely being talked about amongst this defense. See, I think this defense is best when those Roquan and Queen are the two yep. leading tacklers because that means they're running around and making tackles and the, the defensive tackles are playing good because they're taking two. So um, I think that they've got to be heavily involved because, I mean, if they are having six tackles or whatever, I mean – Melissa, did you did you think last week that the defense played well? I thought the the first half they I didn't mean, play well at all. I think that for last two games, I think that they certainly could have been way better, especially against the run. I think especially in that Rams game for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so, 
yeah, I mean, but they know that we've heard them talk about that specifically. You know what I mean? And so, yeah, you're right about that. When Roquan and Patrick Queen are the two guys at the top, you can tell that the defense plays at a different level than they have in these last two weeks. Now, the guys that uh, you talk to on the defensive side, what are they going to try to do to McCaffrey? Because that, that's the key thing. I oh, think. yeah, that is – yeah, that they we have heard his name a ton, even just yesterday. They know how talented he is. They know that they've got to stop him. And um, Kyle Hamilton talked about that quite a bit yesterday in terms of the guy that they're going to have to stop because he was like, you know, he he's a different level of player. He's obviously very talented. But, like, you know, they know that they have to stop him. They know that they have to keep his eyes on, his, on him at all times. It's not just him. You know, they have not just, you know – Christian McCaffrey, but they have so many different guys on the offense that are making plays. Um, but yeah, McCaffrey in particular, he said, you know, one of the best in the league and he's for a reason. He does that for a reason. He's good in pass protection, good at catching the ball, good at running the ball. And so um, obviously there was a lot of respect involved, but he said that wouldn't elaborate a whole lot, but he said they have a good plan to slow him down. If they execute, they'll be able to do that. Right, have you talked to any of the old linemen? What's their plan on stopping Bosa? Uh, I did not get, I've not gotten to the O-lineman yet. That's usually my Thursday spiel, but I did talk to Malik Harrison because he played with Bosa and with Chase Young at Ohio State. And I asked him like, you know, what makes these guys so talented and so special? And he said, they're just a different caliber of athlete. And he said it was really fun, obviously playing like with them at Ohio State. But he said the fact that those two are together now, again, on the same team is pretty, pretty lethal. And the 49ers reporters yesterday, they were mentioning that too, when Chase Young came to this, came to this uh, San Francisco team before the trade deadline, it was like a big reunion for Nick Bosa and for Chase Young. He's like, you, she was like, you could tell the smiles on their faces. They're always together. Even, you know, when the offense is on the field and they're on the sideline, you can see them just like joking together, just really hyping each other up. So yeah, those those guys are definitely gonna they're gonna have to certainly have a big plan for them. Melissa Kim, our colleague here on one oh five seven the fan Melissa, last thing for you. It looks like the NFL's decided that the Dolphins Ravens remain at one o'clock New Year's Eve. Does that surprise you to any level? It does, actually. I was honestly banking on potentially a primetime game, to be honest with you, on New Year's Eve and you know, I know a lot of folks that I had talked to that had tickets to the game and um, whatnot, they were on the fence about whether going to that game or not, because if it was going to be a night game or whatever, but um, I mean, there are a lot of pretty, there are like some okay matchups that I, I had been keeping my eye on a bunch of those matchups as well. But um, yeah, I was a little surprised about that because this is obviously going to be a big deal game um, could potentially have a lot of a lot at stake for playoff contention, but Hey, I'm not. Those are those decisions are made way above my pay grade. So. Yeah, me being home at 11:30 is a lot cooler than being home later than that. If you know what I'm saying, yeah. Melissa Kim, our colleague here on 105.7 The Fan. Melissa will talk to you during the Baltimore Game Day Uncensored pregame show prior to the Baltimore San Francisco matchup here. Thank you, guys. Have a good day. Thank yep. you, Melissa. If you want to get in, you can, everybody, at 410 You've got Vinny's stat breakdown of uh, San Francisco. They're rated rather high in a lot of different categories. It's going to explain what their strengths are and if there's a weakness, where can the Ravens possibly exploit it. NFL lunch coming up at 1 o'clock. We'll start our picks for Week 16 because we got a game tonight on the fans, Saints and the Rams. And then Mike Harmon, Fox Sports Radio. We'll talk real and fantasy football with him. Dolphins, Ravens, 1 o'clock. Stay in there. New Year's Eve. 
Vinny and Haney crunch the numbers. Sunday Stats Preview, 105.7 The Fan. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan here on this Total Request Thursday. Ravens in San Francisco, five and a half point underdogs. Battle of two number one seeds. It's national TV. Christmas night, ABC, by the way, is your viewing network. San Francisco's good. And Vinny's going to tell you why. They're good in certain areas as we crunch some of those numbers. Stat breakdown. Oh, Bob, plus minus, they're number one in the league, plus 13. That's good. Yes. Their total defense, they're number nine. They give up 310 yards a game. Points allowed, they're right behind the Ravens, number two, 16.7. Pass defense, 15th, 220.6. Pass attempts, 31st, 504. People throw it a lot on them because they have a hard time running. Completion percentage, 24th. People complete the ball on them, 66.1. Average per completion, though, they're sixth. They give up 6.3. Touchdowns, they're second. They give up 15. Interceptions, though, numero uno. They got 19, Bob. That's where they get all their plus minus from. They got a ton of interceptions, most in the league. Sacks, seventh with 43. And I want to say that um, Bosa, Bosa's got 10 and a half. Hargrave has got six. Armstead, five. So, I mean, how big would that be if those two aren't playing? You're taking out 11 sacks. Yep. That would be big. Um, Rushing defense, they're number three, 89.4. Rushing attempts, they are first. Least People run it on them the least of anybody, 293. So they throw it 534, rush basically 550 to 300. So 250 more pass attempts than run attempts against them. Third down, or average per rusher, 19th, 4.3. Third downs, 22nd, 40%. Red zone, they're 10th, 51.5%. Penalties, 13th with 81. Now offensively, offensively, they're number two. 414 yards a game. Points scored, they're number three. They score 30. They score 30 and give up 16. Passing offense, second, 262 yards a game. Pass attempts, last in the league, 391. So, I mean, Bob, to to throw it the least amount of anybody in the league and to be second in passing, the efficiency is off the effing charts. Yep. Completion percentage, second, 69 point, almost 70%. Average per completion, first, 9.8. Touchdown passes, first, 29. Interceptions, second to last with seven. Sacks, 30th, so they don't get sacked either. Rushing offense, third, 140 yards a game. Rushing attempts, they're sixth in the league with rush attempts. I mean, they and the Ravens, they're almost identical. They don't throw it as much, and they run it a lot. Average per rush, they're fifth, 4.7. Third down conversions, fourth, 48%. Red zone, one, 68.5. Penalties are 19th with 83. <coughs> now, Brock Purdy, he's 268 to 384 for, he's got 3,800 yards already with 69.8 completion percentage, averaging 9.9 per completion. Unbelievable. 29 touchdowns, seven picks, 26 sacks. A quarterback rating of 119. 
37 rushes, 138 yards, averaging 3-7. Now, where we are in the on the schedule right now, Bob, those those are MVP numbers. No doubt. Christian McCaffrey, he's got 244 rushes for 1,292 yards, averaging 5.3 with 13 touchdowns. Eight runs over 20 yards, and he's lost two fumbles. Plus, on top of that, he's got 57 receptions for 509 yards, averaging nine yards a catch with seven more touchdowns and four catches over 29 over 20 yards and 400 yak yards. So, I mean, Bob, combined, he's got 1,800 yards, 1,800 total yards and 20 touchdowns. I'm guessing those are... MVP numbers uh, right now, too. No doubt. And the, the carries, though, you brought, met that, mentioned that, Vinny. Yeah. He's got 244. No one else on the team has 50. Oh, I know. <laughs> uh, he's on the field all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and then you talk about Ayuk. He's got 59 for 1,090 yards, averaging 18.5. Kittle's got 55 for 865. Debo Samuel has got 49 for 787. And you know what? All three of them, they all have six touchdowns. And yak yards for the three, 309, 414, 467. And plays over 20 yards, 23, 16, and 14. I mean, that's uh, 53 plays, 53 receptions over 20 yards. So, I mean, there and your quarterback's averaging almost 10 yards of completion. They get chunk plays. They get a ton of chunk plays. Now, defensively, Warner's their leading tackler with 116 tackles with two and a half sacks. Nine pass defense bobs, and he's got four interceptions and four forced fumbles. Yep. So that dude's all over the field. And Greenlaw, number 57, the other inside backer, he's got 98 tackles, one and a half sacks, four pass defense. Chavarius Ward, he's number seven, 60 tackles, 22 pass defense. He's got really good ball instincts, and he's got four picks. Bosa, 46 tackles, 10 and a half sacks, 11 tackles for loss. Now, we had Matt um, Barrow on um, from Athletic, covers the Niners. Javon Hargrave and Eric Armstead both didn't play last week, and hopefully both don't play this week. Hargrave has 40 tackles, six sacks. Armstead, 27 tackles and five sacks. So that would be big for them. Now, their kicker is a rookie, Jake Moody from Michigan. He's 18 of 21, three of five from 40 to 49. 50 plus, he's two of three. PATs, though, he's 53 of 53. And he did miss a game winner in Cleveland. Cleveland. I think he missed two that day. Yes, he did. Yeah, so um, in this type of environment, in a big game like that, who knows uh, how he'll be. And their punter, Mitch Wisnowski, 47-7 average with a 43-1 net is awesome. And he had against Seattle, now he can run. He ran a fake, but it got called back. But he went about forty yards. So I mean, they they have a good, they have a very good football team, offense and statistically, both in the top ten, and, you know, and offensively, efficient as can be. It's Vinny and Haney, one hundred five seven. The fan. That's the stat breakdown between the two teams. If you want to join us for NFL lunch, people, if you're on the phones, Zach, Kai, Shiloh, we will get you. Let's have some NFL lunch together. We'll look at the Week 16 schedule, do our picks for tonight's game, and then Mike Harmon, Fox Sports Radio, joins us at one thirty. So if you want to have NFL lunch with me and Vinny, get on in here. Let's do it. Total Request Thursday. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 